Hey there, Swifties! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noelle and Alice, and happy International Women's Day! Yes, let's celebrate that by talking about yeah. D-Man. Yeah, what better way? Yeah, exactly. So, we want to say trigger warning because we will talk about sexual assault later in this episode, and we will tell you when the moment comes, but just be aware that that will be one of the topics we will talk about. Yeah. So, this is the fourth track of Lover, and it was written by Taylor Swift and Joe Little. About writing this song, Taylor said, I've wondered several times if I had been a man instead of a woman and had lived my life exactly the same way, what would people have said about me? It's about perception. It's not what would I do if I were a man. It's about how I would be seen if I'd done exactly the same stuff. So, this song is about the double standards that, that are in the music industry and more generally in the whole world between men and women. Taylor is a successful artist and businesswoman and these things were often used against her, are often used against her. But yeah. would people have the same ideas if she was a man instead of a woman? Well, no, obviously. No. <laughs> so let's talk about it by um, going through the lyrics. I would be complex. I would be cool. They'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to. And that would be okay for me to do. Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you. So, throughout the whole song, she gives examples of how she would be perceived if she was a man. And Taylor was painted to be this serial dater, which she wasn't. And even if she was, that would be totally her own business, so we really shouldn't care. The idea of having several relationships before finding quote-unquote the one is only okay for men. Women that do so are often slut-shamed. In an interview that Taylor did back in 2014, she said, You're gonna have people who are gonna say, oh, you know, like, she just writes songs about her ex-boyfriend. And I think, frankly, that's a very sexist angle to take. No one says that about Ed Sheeran. No one says about Bruno Mars. They're all writing songs about their exes, their current girlfriends, their love life, and no one raises a red flag there. Yeah. Uh, in another interview she did for a Vogue issue, she said that Writing songs is an art and a craft and not an easy thing to do. People will act like it was a weapon I was using, like a cheap, dirty trick. Be, fa- be careful, bro, she'll write a song about you. Don't stand near her. First of all, that's not how it works. Second of all, find me a time when to say that about a male artist. Be careful, girl. He'll use his experience with you to get, God forbid, inspiration to make art. This was so great. This was so <laughs> true. So iconic of yeah. her. Really. Yeah, iconic. I mean, I couldn't um, have said it better. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. And um, we can kind of find a parallel with the song Shake It Off, with the lyrics, I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay, that's what people say, and once again, we have the way she is perceived, and yeah, but people intruding her in her personal life, basically. She's also played with this 
serial dater character that they painted her to be in the song Blank Space. For example, we have the lyrics, got a long list of ex-lovers, they'll, they'll tell you I'm insane. And if she was a man, she'd be praised for having this long list of ex-lovers. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, see for example the current trend on TikTok where, you know, male content, of course, male content creators uh, are like asking random girls on the street, what's your body count? Yeah, this shocked me because I didn't know about Yeah, this. and that's um, disgusting. I was better before. And way out of line. And what the fuck do you care? <laughs> How many people girls yeah. I slept with? Like, and, and the fact is, no female content creator would ask that to random men on the street like we're better than that you know and yeah yeah, it's disgusting and why just why and i mean we we kind of see this in mastermind with the lyrics you see all the wisest women had to do it this way because we were born to be the pawn in every lover's game it's not exactly about you know um, heavy, having this reputation of serious dating, but it's still about um, girls, women having to be extra careful with whom they're connected in a relationship and yeah. whom they're going out with. And yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy how careful and responsible we have to be around people and you know men yeah. in general, specifically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's not okay. That is not okay, not at all. And it's it's so so sad that we are used to that, and on some level, it's normal. Exactly. I mean, it it's I get it that it's not normal, but it's part of our everyday life. At yeah, this it's point. become normal. So like... yeah, and th- that's absolutely not okay because it shouldn't be okay. Uh, let's let's go on with the pre-chorus. I'd be a fearless leader, I'd be an alpha type, when everyone believes you, what's that like? Once again she's telling us how she would be perceived and she would be respected for being successful and definitely a leader in her field. Which she is. Um, She is a leader. Yeah, she definitely is. Yeah, she is. Right now I would say uh, trigger warning. Yeah, we're going to talk about the um, sexual harassment case. So skip ahead like a a couple of minutes, I guess. Yeah. So we connected this, um, the lyrics, when everyone believes you was what's that like to sexual assault in general and to the fact that victims are rarely believed and we know that these victims are in the majority women and Taylor sadly had as a personal experience regarding this because she was uh, sexually assaulted during a meet and greet on the Red Tour um, she was basically groped by a man and he worked on a radio station, Taylor got him fired, but he got mad and he sued her for millions of dollars, and so she countersued him for one symbolic dollar. Yeah. yeah. And in the documentary Miss Americana, she talked about the trial. You walk into a courtroom, and then there's this person sitting in a swivel chair, staring at you like you did something to him. 
the first thing they say to you in court is why didn't you scream? Why didn't you react quicker? Why didn't you stand further away from him? Then he has a lawyer get up and just lie. There were seven people who saw him do this and we had a photo of it happening. I was angry that I had to be there. I was angry that this happens to women. I was angry that people are paid to antagonize victims. I was angry that all the details have been twisted. You don't feel a sense of any victory when you win because the process is so dehumanizing. This is with seven witnesses and a photo. What happens when you get braved and that's your word against his? And then she talked about this matter also in 2018 during the Reputation World Tour before singing Clean exactly one year after the trial. This day a year ago was the day that the jury sided in my favor and said that they believed me. I guess I just think about all the people who weren't believed and the people who haven't been believed or the people who are afraid to speak up because they think they won't be believed. And I just wanted to say that I'm sorry to everyone who wasn't believed because I don't know what turn my life would have taken if people didn't believe me when I said that something had happened to me. Yeah, I think she said it all. Yeah. This. Yeah, I mean, we... we I'm grateful we're... that she talked about yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, me too. But, yeah, it must have been hard. Yeah, and I mean... So, yeah. I know it's not okay to downsize, like, the matter, but, mm -hmm. I mean she was groped okay in public yeah. with witnesses and and just like she said um people saw it happening she had a photo and yeah i just get so mad thinking that so many girls so many women have been through like everything else and they yeah. they aren't believed and yeah and then don't even feel safe to speak up and that's exactly in my mind, because, that's so uh, crazy. Like, how how can we not talk about it and be believed when something like that happens? It's so cra it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Yes, it is. And yeah, you go into this, you know, spiral of I don't talk because I know I wouldn't be believed, and and then I see people who's actually speak up and they are not believed exactly. and so you obviously think why should I put myself in this situation and that's not okay because I mean you're the victim exactly and... we're the victims and we should be believed and it would be so yeah. easy to believe us because these things happen like every day yeah I, I, I think every, every woman has some kind of experience yeah. with this and it doesn't have to be like i don't know it, it can be a little thing a little sexist sexist um, or mi misogynistic thing or bigger events but everyone has some kind of experience with this and it's crazy that if we speak up we're basically blamed because as she exactly. said as taylor sings later in the song like what were you wearing why did you act like that why did exactly. you didn't you scream i think that in italy there is this law that you you're not considered a victim if you like don't do anything uh, within the first 20 seconds yeah i think there is or something like that. that 
I mean, um, which is laws, crazy. Uh, laws in Italy are pretty fucked up on this matter. Yeah. And we're not like we're very behind in that aspect, and yeah. it's freaking sad because it's a beautiful country. It has so much history, and yeah, we are still yeah. living in that history, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're still run by yeah, dinosaurs that's, that's and fascists. And yeah, even if we I mean, have dinosaurs, would be better. <laughs> I mean, we don't uh, even have like a dinosaur white man. <laughs> we have a prime minister who's a woman, and she's just a fascist. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, because she she is a woman for men. Yeah, exactly. She is like there to please exactly misogynistic men. Um, yeah, I think that <laughs> we've talked about this. We, we have a we lot have to cut this part from a previous episode. <laughs> it was... uh, we're keeping this one. <laughs> we're keeping this one. Yeah, it's time yeah. we talk about this. <laughs> but... <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, we have a parallel with the song "Innocent." Oh yeah, very wasn't lighter be- note. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it beautiful when? When you believed in everything and everybody believed in you, um, I get so mad. Just try to forget this song that is about a man, was, yeah. <laughs> like that man. And what a man! Oh my god! Yeah. Let's just forget okay. about it. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's move on to the chorus. The, the chorus. I'm so sick of running as fast as I can, wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man. And I'm so sick of them coming at me again, cause I, cause if I was a man, then I'd be the man. <clears throat> so, in order to grasp success and to achieve their goals, women need to work harder than men, because they don't start from the same starting point. Men often have an advantage, just because they have a dick, I guess. Taylor also talks about this in her speech when she was nominated Woman of the Decade by Billboard. She said that women in the music industry have to constantly reinvent themselves in order to succeed. It's pretty blatant if we think about Taylor's different albums or tour, um, so different and elaborate one from the other. And the same thing doesn't happen for men. She also said, Female artists in music have dominated this decade in growth, streaming, record and ticket sales and critical acclaim. So why are we doing so well? Because we have to grow fast, we have to work this hard, we have to prove that we deserve this, and we have to top our last achievements. She's tired of people criticizing her and not appreciating her for her accomplishments. She stands up for herself and she's perceived as rude. She's excited for winning an award and award and she's perceived as fake and so on. She talked about the different vocabulary used when talking about men and women. A man does something strategic. A woman does the same thing, it's calculated. A man is allowed to react. A woman can only overreact. And I think that sums it up pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we have the second verse. They'd say I hustled, put in the work. They wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve. What I was wearing, if I was rude, could I be separated from my good ideas and power moves? So, once again, she'd be praised as a hard-working songwriter, which she is. Yeah. People have even questioned if she did write her own songs. You know, like, after the success of Fearless, 
we know that she was the youngest woman to win album of the year at the Grammys at the time. People just started doubting that she was actually the one writing her own songs. They believed that her name ended up in the credits, but the songs were actually written by her collaborators. So she wrote Speak Now all by herself, and yet that wasn't enough. Recently, she's also been criticized because she quote-unquote put out too many albums, which is absurd. It's... <laughs> you know. It's crazy, it's absurd. <laughs> Yeah, we should really be impressed by the fact that she put out three brand new albums and two re-recordings in the span of just three years. And we are. <laughs> but her success in, a, in the streaming and sales has often been attributed to the fact that she has so many albums. Okay, let's put this in perspective yeah. for a second. Because Drake has put out four brand new albums between 2018 and 2022, two of which in the same year. And since the re-recordings are just re-recordings, yeah. in the same time period, Taylor has put out the same number of brand new albums. You know, Lover, Folklore, Evermore and Midnight. But you don't hear people throwing shit at Drake for it. And we're absolutely not dissing no, him. No, we're not. And exactly. um, we—it's it, just to put this into perspective. It's great that people don't criticize Drake for for that because why should people do that? Exactly. Uh, and so why is people criticizing Taylor for doing the same thing? This is an unanswered question. Actually, we have an answer. It's sexist. <laughs> So in the second part of the verse, she's asking to separate these elements. The part about clothes connects back to the sexual assault matter, um, I guess trigger warning. When women get sexually harassed, one of the first things they're asked is what they were wearing, as we already talked about, yeah. and you know, as if that was the problem. And women and young girls in particular are warned not to wear certain clothes because that could, you know, quote-unquote, make men sexually harass them. That's bullshit. Yeah. Among the power moves she thinks about, we can find the fact that in back in 2014, she removed her entire catalog from Spotify. She did that because she wanted to take a stand against the fact that Spotify paid far less than one cent per play to artists and actually not even to artists but to labels yeah and these actually ended up helping the artists but people at the time said that she was doing that only because she wanted to increase the sales of uh, 1989 that had just came out and if we want to be honest she removed their songs one week after the release of her fifth studio album week in which she sold 1,287,000 million. million. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. 1,287,000 million copies. Thousand. Thousand copies. Thousand. <laughs> Thousand copies. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. More wait, wait. than 1,000,000. Wait. <laughs> I can do this. 1,000,000. 287,000. No. Yeah. Are you sure? Wait. 1.287 million copies. <laughs> yeah. 
distract oh Bobolina with numbers. Yeah. Um, Another power move is the fact that happened with Apple Music in 2015. When it launched, basically, Apple Music yeah. offered three months of free trial. But during that time, artists wouldn't have been paid. Taylor refused to put 1989 on Apple Music and a streaming platform changed its policy by paying the artists during the trial and by increasing their royalty rate. So her <laughs> oh, power moves literally changed the music industry. It was, it was, um, there was this sentence that she had said at the time was like, I'm not asking Apple for free iPhones, so why sh shouldn't you pay artists in the first three months? It was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It's work, you know? It is. Actually, Apple Music offered... At first, they said, no, we're not still not paying you in the first three months, but we're increasing the royalty rate. Uh, but then they ended up paying them and still having the increased royalty pay, uh, rate. So that's... Yeah. I mean, at least <laughs> that's great. And actually, this all happened before it was launched. So, yeah. Yeah, they were stunning off not good. So. <laughs> yeah. At least they understood. Yeah. And of course, more and... recently, we can find the controversy with Ticketmaster. I mean, it's still too soon to understand what will happen, but Taylor raised awareness for this matter. She was pissed off her words, and she stood against the most important company for live shows. And it's crazy that yeah. Master has the monopoly in this industry. Like, how yeah. is that normal? <laughs> Why haven't yeah, we it's not. never like, acknowledged this? I, I mean... Yeah, because I guess it was Live Nation that bought everything, so yeah. Isn't it the same? Live Nation, Ticketmaster. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's, same. It's yeah. The same. Live Nation owns Ticketmaster, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you have no other <laughs> possibility exactly. if you want you to go no to a live option. show. Whatever kind of it, I mean, it's football match or everything. How is I that don't normal? know, stand up comedy, <laughs> music. You have to go through Ticketmaster in the United States. Well, that's not so different here. No, no, but we have like three. Yeah, but I think it's all the same. Like Ticket One, I think it's still Ticketmaster. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Because, no, because I have different accounts of that. Yeah, me too, but I don't think that. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same thing. And actually, when tickets are. Yeah. Like, Ticket One in Italy is the major platform, yes. we can say, but we we still have some minor ones. Okay, yeah, makes sense. But it's still not, like, a lot. <laughs> it's like two or three. Yeah, there is, a, there is a not a lot. Of, I mean, this company, these companies don't have uh, enough competitors. Yeah. So that's the problem, because they uh, basically decide the rule of market. I wouldn't say anything else about this because I really don't know what I'm talking about. It's just things that I read. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I really don't know in details. But oh, me neither. I mean, <laughs> you get it. But it's so cool that 50s just took Ticketmaster to trial. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wild. That was not on my bingo card for 2023. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, we can also think of many other power moves through the years, like the fact that in 2022 she sold more vinyls than anyone in the last 40 years, yeah. and uh, she sold more vinyls than CDs, yeah. which had never been done in... No, not never, but yeah, yeah like I mean, since 1986, I guess, 85 maybe. Yeah, and more recently, so, yeah. like yesterday, I think, we're we're not obviously recording on March 8th, but uh, yeah. like yesterday, she was awarded for the... Oh, yeah. She was the best... Wait, no. I didn't say that. Global something. Global... <laughs> icon? No. I don't know, but she was the global icon of... 2022, I guess. Yeah, for the third time. time. She is the only artist to win this three times because I guess before it was a tie with Drake and BTS, and now she's the only one winning it three times. I guess she was awarded in 2014 and 2019. Yeah. I think. 19, okay, I remember the 14. So, yeah, 16 year career. She is still slapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we love and it. And we love it. So, um, then there's the second pre-chorus. And they would toast to me, let the players play, I'd be just like Cleo in Saint-Tropez. This is connected to the first verse. She would be praised for being a player. You know, shake it off, player's gonna play. For not having serious relationships and such. Because boys will be boys. But then, where are the wise men? Where are the wise men? Yeah, yeah darling, I'm scared. Uh, the yeah. Leo in question is obviously Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, sorry. I just yes. <laughs> it's an Italian name, it's literally an Italian name, so... Tell me a name, Italian pronunciation. Yeah, exactly. So, these centuries... Because we said so. <laughs> what? Because we said so, so... Yeah, exactly. So, the Saint-Tropez mansion alludes to the fact that in 2018, the 44-year-old Leo was on vacation with his girlfriend, Camilla Marone. I still don't know how to pronounce her name, sorry. Who was 21 at the time, and of course he was praised for that. I mean, now he's not anymore, because he keeps dating people younger than 25 years old, and I guess he's currently with a girl who's 19, and he's 49, but I mean, yeah. we're not really sure this is true. I guess it's all rumors. I mean, the concept stays the same, I guess. Yeah, it's still creepy that he was hanging out with a 19-year-old girl. Yeah, because it was like half of his age. Less than, far less yeah, than his age. 30 years. And, you know, we, we, really, we really don't care about uh, age difference. Yeah. On some level. Because, okay, we know that there are people who are shocked. Oh my god, a 19-year-old is with a 17-year-old. We really don't care. No, that's not the age that. difference that um, could make a difference. That's, that's <laughs> not, that's clearly not the problem. No. The problem is when, when a grown-up man is with a kid, basically. Um, yeah, basically when the older person could be a parent to the younger person. That's yeah, creepy. Exactly. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, okay. You said it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the concept. 
And of course, Taylor happened to date men who were younger than her, I guess. We have Connor Kennedy and Harry Styles, both born in 1994. So they were yeah. approximately 18 when they dated Taylor, who was 22 or 23. I mean, yeah, it was the same year, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't I know so. for sure, but the age was approximately that. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, and she was endlessly hated for that, like, yeah, I just don't understand it, like, yeah, it's not a big deal, that age difference, and still, if, no, they were all young, yeah, and... they were both young, I mean, even, yeah. you know, Harry Styles, and when they dated, they were having the same life experiences, it's yeah, not like exactly. he was in high school, and she was already graduating from college, it's no, it's they different. were both pop stars. They were uh, both pop stars yeah. and they were touring, they were putting out albums, they were having the same exact yeah. life experiences. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's not that weird, I guess. And I mean, the fact that she was hated for that is what we don't understand, of course. Like, why? Okay. And then we have, again, the chorus, and then the bridge. What's it like to brag about raking in dollars and getting bitches and models? And it's so good if you're bad, and it's okay if you're mad. If I was out flashing my dollars, I'd be a bitch, not a baller. They'd paint me out to be bad, so it's okay that I'm mad. She asks man how it feels to brag about raking in dollars, which basically means to earn a lot of money. And uh, we know that she is rich. She is rich. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Actually, in, yeah, in 2022, she was the highest paid female uh, musician. But she doesn't brag about it, even if she could very easily do that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I, <laughs> Probably I would. <laughs> I don't know if I would. If I would. Oh no, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would brag about it because I would have like a whole mansion just for my books. <laughs> so, a big ass library. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would have that it. too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's not like I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> yeah. Not about the library. <laughs> That would exist. No, okay. That's serious. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, uh, bragging about being rich is—we don't think it's in our nature. No. But she would also be highly criticized. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only time that's funny, like in the fandom, like whenever she calls Joe poor, <laughs> she's not calling him poor, but <laughs> she's far. I mean. Her cat Olivia is richer than two <laughs> my cats because that cat, is, I don't know, it's that's crazy. Well, they talk Sorry. they talked about it on Italian television the other day. Yeah. Um, a newscaster just seriously they yeah. talked about how Taylor's cats are way richer than any other human being in Italy, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. And my mom was like, "That's Taylor, right? Yeah, she has cats. Of course, she has cats. Mom. Of course, she has cats. <laughs> <laughs> She's a cat lady. Yeah, she is what I aspire to be. 
No, cats. Cookies. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, we can find some parallels with the song Mad Woman, since it's basically about the same concept of double standards in our society. Only, you know, in a more detailed storyline, the narrator has been cheated on by her ex-lover and this new woman. So, the narrator of Mad Woman is mad, not with this other woman, but with her former lover. She feels like this new woman should be as mad as she is, because he did both of them wrong. But as she states in the chorus, no one likes a mad woman. And moreover, she's mad not because she's overreacting, but because he made her like that. He was his misbehavior that led her to be mad. And I guess we can find um, a different kind of interpretation for the lyrics and women like hunting witches too. We could read this lyric in the spectrum of society being unequal when it comes to females and males, especially in the work field. We could say that even though women work the same as men or even, you know, more, they just don't get paid equally. And this happens in every field, be it a simple bank job or, you know, in the music industry. And I guess it's not the first interpretation I would give to these lyrics, but in this case, I, I guess yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Even the bridge of the song itself, uh, the man, is structured as a double sender. She ends the first part of the bridge with, and it's okay if you're mad, and the second part with, so it's okay that I'm mad. You know, she has a reason to be mad, because they paint her out to be bad, but men don't need a reason. Because she says, and it's all good if you're bad. So a man can be bad and mad, but a woman has to be mad if they paint her out to be bad. And even then, it's not mm, appreciated, a mad woman. Because, you know, no one likes yeah. a mad woman in any case whatsoever. What a shame she went mad. Yeah, what a shame. You made her like that. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess that's it for the lyrics, because then she goes back to the chorus, and then the song yeah. ends. <laughs> I just realized that um, she she used the phrase "what a shame." In shame from problems. What a shame she. Yeah, yeah. it's like people talking. Yeah, it's it's about and people there, talking. It's people's, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never realized. It's that. always the community that just talk yeah, shit about exactly. women yeah yeah instead of being a community of people coming together to help her they just talk shit no it would be too great yeah <laughs> society sucks okay okay so uh there is a um, music video yeah the music video <laughs> <laughs> can i say that i didn't know that the man was Taylor when it was when I first saw it. Oh, I didn't either. Like, <laughs> I was shocked when at the end. First of all, I think I cried when I saw <laughs> "Owned by Taylor Swift." Uh, but by the way, you see her transformation. It was like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and let everyone saw it. It was like, come, come, look. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't look like her at all. Like, yeah, no, and I keep watching it. And no, I, I can't. I just can't. I, I just... It fucks my brain. Yeah. Also, because there are those 
behind the scenes videos yeah. where she talks. <laughs> That's so creepy. It's like, <laughs> you see the man and you hear Taylor talking and you're definitely confused. <laughs> Um, okay, so the um, this is the first music video directed by Taylor Swift. Yeah. She's great. And in a recent interview for Vanity Fair, directors on directors, she said that she found herself director of The Man randomly because all the female directors she wanted were booked, which is great. Yes. <laughs> and she had this um, script clear in her mind, so she just did it. And she loved it. And she kept doing it, and we love yeah. it. <laughs> at some point, we will have a, a movie. Yeah, written. like, we've not forgotten like about it. By her. Yeah, sometimes I forget, and, and then it hits me, and like, yeah, life is beautiful again. Yeah. But yeah, okay, um, the music video basically moves around the idea of the double standards that, that society puts between men and women. For instance, we have the bedroom scene where the man has just made a conquest and as he leaves the room, we have these random hands that are high-fiving him. And if women were to do this, they would be slut-shamed. We have another inter interesting scene that is the one on the subway where the man is smoking while sitting with his legs wide open. We can see this physical representation of toxic masculinity. Yeah. In general, we see this young man that is highly praised for being, you know, a good boss and I don't know, a man that women like. Yeah. And Actually, it's not so nice. It's <laughs> I mean, not nice. Yeah, he <laughs> has these behaviors that are definitely toxic. Yeah, can I just say I truly hate when men sit in the subway with the freaking legs open. Like I have to sit yeah, they, there too. Okay, they occupy like three seats. Yeah, I hate that so much so much it's gross you know <laughs> it's just gross and yeah. disrespectful and don't do it i mean if we have any men in the audience right now <laughs> um i don't really know yeah i guess we have men in the audience. yeah we <laughs> just technically we do. we do right um guys yeah. just don't sit with your legs wide open it's so disrespectful just please yeah. don't do it don't do it. Thank you so much for trying. Um, okay, we really wanted to talk about all, you know, the wall scene and the Easter eggs, but I mean, we quickly realized it's impossible to list them all at the end of a normal episode, so that means you'll get a whole episode about the man music videos sometime in the future. Yeah. I don't know when. Probably next year. <laughs> Probably yeah, next year. point. <laughs> so stick around. <laughs> so Alice, what's your favorite lyrics? When everyone believes you, what's that like? Great, I agree. So good. Um, for you? I'd be a fearless leader, because fearless yeah. mention. And just, yeah, that's great. It's still, you know, fearless leader. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we want to end this episode with this inspiring words by Taylor, which she spoke at the Grammys when she won Album of the Year for 1989. I want to say to all the young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who try to undercut your success 
or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. But if you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you will look around and you will know it was you and the people who love you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. That's hopeful. I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Secret Session Podcast and Twitter at Secret Session TS. Please give us a five-star review. And we are on Google Podcast too. So if you're listening to us from there, hi. hi. And, and I guess that's it. So bye. Bye.